In preparation for takeoff, your tray tables and seat backs need to be upright in the locked position, and all carry-ons need to be stowed. Welcome back, my friends, to the Aerospace Leadership in Life podcast, the podcast that educates, inspires, and encourages you to be intentional and create the life of your dreams in aerospace and beyond. I'm your host, Stephen Faust, and I am so happy that you decided to join me today for episode 11 of the podcast. Before we get going, I just want to invite you to subscribe. You can go to aerospacepodcast.com and hit the subscribe button. You can subscribe on any of the podcast directories of your choosing. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and so forth. You can check out the website at aerospaceleader.com. And you can hit me up on email at steven at aerospaceleader.com. Recently, I sat down with my good friend, Michael Tanner, on his podcast, The Rookie Leaders Show, and we covered managing up. And I shared with him my philosophy and thoughts on how you as a leader or an individual contributor can literally manage your boss. How does that work? How do you operate in that environment? And what are some of the things you can do to ensure your success with managing your boss. And what I've done here is I've edited the interview down and only included my side of the conversation. So what I'll do before each segment of the interview is come back on and ask a question. And I will ask this question and then I'll unpack it as part of that interview response. So I think it'll flow well and I think it'll be helpful. I wanted to share this with uh, the audience and hopefully this will help you think about how to manage your boss. It can be done. It is possible. I've done it many times and I think by doing it, you will gain a ton of freedom back in your life. It doesn't mean that you're going to own your boss. It doesn't mean any of that. But what it does mean is you will be meeting the expectations of the organization. Now, with that said, let's go ahead and get into these different segments of my interview with my good friend. We'll get started and I'll be back before the next segment to make sure you know what's coming. Let's go. In this first segment, I talk about the three ways to communicate in any organization. These aren't scientific. These aren't complicated. These are very basic and simple and shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. But they're important to consider as we get in deeper into the discussion around managing up. First, the one that we're talking about today, managing up. You got to manage up Within the organization, in the context of this discussion, it'll be up, up to your boss. And we'll kind of push that one aside because we're going to really unpack that one. Second one is managing down in the organization. And as a leader, it's very important that you understand the process and the importance of managing down in the organization. So think of it in terms of you have a team or let's say you have two layers beneath you. How do you craft the message? 
How do you stay consistent? How do you thematically walk through the communication process down in the organization? And then one that's often overlooked, I think, because it's it's something we do, but maybe we don't put as much thought into it. It's how do we manage across the organization? And that could be in terms of peer-to-peer. That could be in terms of department-to-department, team-to-team, one company to, to another division of the company. It could be uh, in any of those ways, shapes, and forms, and the way you develop those relationships and articulate messages across the organization is something that you should really put some thought into and be intentional about because they have a unique dynamic as well as managing up and managing down. So those are the three three generic broad ways that I think of uh, communication in any organization. Next up, I talk about the world of a boss, the environment that they live in to better understand how you can affect that. If you realize the right things to do, you can affect that in a, in a positive way, which is going to make your life so much easier. You're going to have newfound freedom that you wouldn't have otherwise had. Let's take a listen to this segment, and I hope you enjoy. Yeah, the world of our boss, isn't that sometimes a strange and interesting world, isn't it? So, and you know, they're people just like we are, and they have their own set of challenges. They have their own goals. They have their own, they have their own things that they're working to achieve, but likely you are one spoke in the wheel that they are trying to stay attentive to. And because of that, it, your your message, your performance, your team's performance can, I don't want to say get lost in the shuffle, but it can certainly be uh, maybe behind uh, the scenes a little bit more than you would like as a leader of a team. So, you know, being able to articulate and manage up is going to be a key uh, component of how you achieve your success for a lot of different reasons. So this environment that they live in this this distracted environment that that a leader or a boss has think of think of you and your team as a rookie leader for example and think of another half a dozen teams just like yours that your boss is mm-hmm. trying to juggle and trying to yeah. really get his or her hands around and understand how that fits into the organization how that uh, helps achieve the greater goals how they have to take your piece of that bigger picture, fit it into the narrative, and then be able to articulate and communicate to their leadership and to uh, their organization in a way that really makes sense to everyone. So yeah. it very from an environmental standpoint, there, there are so many things that, um, uh, that you have to consider that your boss is going through that you may not just regularly see or understand. In this segment, I talk more about the life of a boss, the the environment they live in, this macro environment, challenges they face. Once you understand that and once you recognize 
how they have to navigate their life on a daily basis. It's really going to help your interactions with them, help you stay in front of issues. It's going to make life so much easier. So let's take a listen and I hope you find value in it. Your boss operates in this macro environment and at least in terms of the environment you're operating in. And when you think of it that way, they're, they're operating in a macro environment across many different dimensions with a, a wide range of challenges, maybe juggling multiple business segments. And you have to find a way as a leader, you have to find a way to insert yourself into that dynamic in a way that you become uh, a person of, of significance or consequence with your organization. Otherwise, others will figure out a way to do that. You'll get left behind. The organization will keep moving forward. And, you know, I think of it this way as well. I'm convinced that all leaders, bosses, they want you to train them. They want you to be able to manage them now, not manage them in terms of on an org chart and you have uh, responsibility for them, but manage them to help make their life uh, less confusing, less complicated, the way that they can manage their day. You have an influence on that. And if you train them well, you can train them to understand how you operate. You can train them to know what to expect from you. You can train them on your communication style. You can train them on the perception they should and you want them to have of you. If you're intentional about it. So really, I would say take out a piece of paper, write down a few points that you know about your boss and ways that you can connect with them very intentionally. And, and a lot of it's stylistic. A lot of it is the way they consume information, the way that, that they uh, base relationships and manage relationships and be observant. Think about that and be intentional about how you insert yourself in those communications, in those discussions and whatever way that fits, make sure you're just being intentional. You train them to understand you and that will go a long way in your relationship with your boss and his or her, her confidence in you and your abilities to lead your team and be successful. So very important in my mind to do that. Next up, I talk about why bosses actually want to be trained, why they want to be managed. It makes complete sense once you think about it. And, and I'll go over that here in this segment. And most importantly, the benefits it provides you as their employee, as one of their team members, it can really help you find a newfound freedom. So let's take a listen to this. Your boss is doing a lot of different things that you may or may not be aware of for sure. And training your boss the way I framed it there is so important. And the reason that I know this, and I'm, I'm confident that Michael knows this, is that we're bosses. We are trainable. We have people that 
when they interact with us in certain ways, we appreciate it. We go, wow, I don't have to go go give Johnny over here, you know, 12 points of how to do something because Johnny has it figured out. And, And is that just the way that we think? No, it's because Johnny has over some period of time built a level of confidence with yes. us based on how he's interacted with us, how he's intentionally built that confidence with us and him. And that really helps us manage him better. And we just think of it as we have a great employee. I would turn the tables on that a little bit and say, I would think of it in terms, if you're a rookie leader, you have done an excellent job of training your boss to know how you like to operate. And when that happens, they give you that room and space to operate and lead your organization. And that will create much less stress for you. It'll give you room to navigate differently. It'll, it'll give you more freedom in the business. And you have in, in reality trained your boss to manage you the way you want to be managed. And I think of this 80, 20 rule, 80% behaviors, 20% skill. Your boss is operating largely as we do on behaviors, which means you have a chance to influence his or her behaviors and and how they operate with you. In this final segment, I talk about a framework, a tool that you can use to stay in front of this with your boss, to enable you to manage them with this tool, with this concept. And I talk about how to actually fill it out, things you could put in there, the sections it has, and a way to get this in front of them so they actually read it and take notice. And it's not a waste of your time. It's not a waste of their time. And you get the intended benefit from it, which is additional freedom and room to navigate in your daily job. Hope you enjoy. Now that brings me to a way. So we've talked about the environment. We've talked about why it's important to manage up in any organization, but then how do you do it? Well, you can, you could throw darts at a dartboard. You could pick a thousand ways to do it. There's no perfect way, but I subscribe and I share with, with folks uh, a specific way that serves a very, very specific and unique purpose. One, it is, Uh, a tool that is easy to understand. It is very repetitive, meaning you can create a framework and, and then plug in information that is just common on a, on a weekly basis. And then you can feed that to your boss on a frequency that will ensure if nothing else you do, you can ensure that they're getting some measure of specific communication from you. And and sometimes your boss is hard to get to. Sometimes they're in another location. Sometimes they just don't have time to get on the phone and catch up. And you need to be able to be intentional with a method and a tool to get in front of them so they can understand what's going on in your world, because that's going to be critical. So let me walk through this. The notion of this for me is a one page dashboard. It is, I view it as a very basic, very simple. It's got to be simple. If it's not simple, the chances that rookie leaders and other leaders will 
use this as a go-to tool, it won't be there because, oh, that's too complicated. It's got to be simple. It's got to be quick. It's got to be consistent. It's got to be kind of like a, a template that people can fill in some information that will then provide their boss a sampling of what's important in the organization for you. And what this looks like, it's a one-page dashboard. It has a few key elements on it. And again, what we're trying to do is not give the boss every aspect, kind of like the guy climbing the hill. You, you don't necessarily want to say, I'm taking the hill, but you certainly don't want to say, here are the 20 questions I have on what size is the hill? Do I go left or right? Do I start today right. or tomorrow? Do I run fast or slow? What kind of shoes do I wear? Your, your boss is going to check out and you will have lost him or her, okay? But yep. you just can't say, hey, I'm climbing the hill. That's not enough either. So you got to find this balance point. And this one page dashboard, landscape orientation on eight and a half by 11, one sided, big font. They can read it. They don't have to squint. And a lot of people don't think about those basic things because, yeah, right. you know, and I know you get something to, to look at or read and it's microscopic. Or, or if you look at a PowerPoint and it has a thousand words on it, you're checking out. And you have to assume that your boss isn't going to have more than maybe two minutes to take a look at this, right? So A, if you structure it as such, chances are they're going to look at it because they know the time commitment won't be huge, right? So they're going to be more apt to look at it. Also, you're not writing a novel. Think of this as a cliff notes version of you and your team and how you message this is important. So on this one page dashboard, there's going, going to be Three core components in my mind. First, there's going to be a key metric section. If you're in an organization of any typical norm in the world today, your organization's driven by probably more metrics than you even want to think about. It's too many. You, death by, we've all heard it, death by a thousand metrics. And some companies are great at measuring a hundred things and doing like none of them. You're not going to go through death by a hundred metrics here. What you're going to do is you're going to put your top three metrics. You're going to put your top three metrics on this dashboard. And these metrics are going to be the important metrics that you and your boss have decided on. It could be, it could be in my world, I'm in aerospace. It could be on-time delivery. It could be different projects that are ongoing and the status of these projects and, and on time or however you want to communicate that. It could be sales if you're a sales professional, right? I mean, are we on track or not? So it's, it's a measurable metric, your top three metrics that you want to talk about to show what your plan is, where are you actually at, and what the variance ahead or behind the plan is. And then off to the right, you're going to have three sections for three metrics. Off to the right, you're going to have three bullets. And these bullets will look like this. One bullet will describe some color commentary, one line, one bullet, not a ton of words, very crisp and succinct as to what the specific driver of the variance is. So if it's sales and I'm supposed to be at $100 and I'm at $90, what is the driver of that $10 variance? And I'm not talking about the 20 questions to climb the hill here. I'm talking about a very crisp driver. Don't give tons of detail here because it's not going to get read. And intentionally, you want this to create potential questions that will encourage your boss to say, you know what, I'm not interested in this. I'm not interested in this. Wow, I'm interested in that. Let me go ask Johnny 
a couple of follow on clarifying questions, and that will build on the relationship, right? So the second bullet for that metric, you want to talk about the why. And this is one line. This is one line. And you're going to talk about a condition that caused this variance. So first bullet is, this is what happened. The second bullet is, this is why that happened. And I'm not talking about a deep forensic analysis here. I'm talking about a brief comment as to why. And then the third line is to talk about a very discrete one action that you're doing or in the process of doing or contemplating doing to get that back to where it needs to be. And if you're doing great, if you're at $110 and you should be at 100 you may not mm-hmm. need to put an action in there. You could put something you're doing to get it even better. So three bullets for each key metric. You're going to have three metrics. What happened? Why did that happen or the condition? And what is the one small thing that you're doing to get it back on track or to further improve it? Now think about this in the mind of your boss. They get this sheet and it has three things and they go, okay, doing well, not doing so well, doing well. Oh, what happened here? Oh, here's what happened. Here's why it happened. And here's what he's doing. Oh, okay. I'm feeling pretty good about Johnny. I'm feeling pretty good that even though it's not on track, Johnny has a, he knows that there's a problem. B, he is being transparent with me, highlighting the problem. C, he recognizes what happened and is taking a small action to make it better. Now I feel pretty confident that Johnny is on the right path here. And also, I can almost promise you this. If you do this, you will likely be the only one in your organization doing it. Think about how that brings you to the front of the line when discussions happen about people and leaders that are engaged, people that are transparent, people that are willing to share and articulate performance. You are going to be in a league of your own. To think you have to pull the onion completely apart here, uh, every layer back, A, no one's going to read that. That's that, that 3,000 word email that you, you open it up, you look at it, you go, oh my gosh, close it and move on with life. So you have to recognize the time and place for everything kind of thought process here. And what we're right. doing here, what we're working to accomplish here is to have a consistent mechanism to manage up in the organization to make sure our boss recognizes where we're at, what we're up to, that we understand it, that we're doing things about it. And it's a confidence builder. It's a confidence builder to your boss that you are on top of your business. And it it serves an informational purpose. It serves a a confidence purpose it serves a relationship purpose and really what it does is if they do nothing more than you get them again here's the magic word trained to expect this from you on a weekly basis on thursday at 1 p.m every week they expect this they get conditioned that this is going to pop up in their email then chances are they may not even read it but it still serves the value that I feel really good about what Johnny's doing. And I'm going to go spend time with the other six leaders that never tell me anything. I'm not going to go talk with Johnny because Johnny's on top of it. 
Got right? it together. Absolutely. Yeah. So let, let's move to the to the next component here, which is yep, sure. so we talked yep. about let's talk about the top three metrics to make sure there's alignment and your boss is aware that you're aware of what the performance looks like and what you're doing. Next, let's have a, an area on here right beneath that that we can highlight some issues or concerns that are going on in the business, right? So um, this is kind of free flow. You can put whatever you want in here. So you list some sort of issue or concern that you have that you want to bring to your boss's attention. If, if you, I wouldn't put more than three, because again, they're not going to read it. Right. And all you want to do is tickle, tickle the fancy with mm -hmm. your boss to say, Hey, here are some things that are going on. You know what? You told me two weeks ago that it was important that we started to look at and think about fixing attendance. And, and it was a, it was a, it was a comment that was made in passing. How many other leaders are going to follow up with, with him or her and say, you know what? I remember what you said and I'm taking it seriously. Here is a mechanism, a placeholder that you can put and say, Hey, you provided some feedback on attendance. I'm working on a new attendance process or a policy for my group. And that resonates with him or her, your boss to say, Oh, He's, he really pays attention. Johnny, Johnny pays attention. And then right. next to that, so you have these potential three issues, no more than three. It can be less than three, but no more than three or concerns, things you just want to highlight. Here's what's going on in my team. Here's what's something, something that we're working on. And then if you need any help from your boss, if there's anything that you're saying, you know what, I could use this. I, I'm thinking about this, but I need your help on this. You can list that. And there's a little section on this kind of template to put help needed and, and be very specific. Right. You know, I could use your help with X. I need, uh, I need you to talk to Susie to help with this. Um, right. First of all, they're going to get conditioned and trained your boss to say, Oh, I feel like I'm needed around here. I feel important. I feel like I have to add value back to him back to Johnny. And, and this is, this is a mechanism by which you can solicit and they can have a, a, a reason to engage back with you, ask clarifying questions. And again, build on this relationship. I subscribe to the notion that this is something as a, as a leader, especially a rookie leader should be doing on a regular basis. But I especially recommend this. If you are new to an organization, if you are new uh, a new leader, let's say you were an hourly employee or an individual contributor of some sort, and you are now promoted into or have been selected to be a supervisor or, or a manager, and you're trying to do that initial, establish that initial confidence, that initial trust that you mentioned, this is a tool and a mechanism that can begin to build that trust with your boss and build the expectation that they can really count on you for follow-up, follow-through, meeting commitments, achieving goals, and it goes so far beyond this template. This is a prop. This is a prop that you use to build the type of relationship and confidence level with your boss here. So lastly, and this is something that's important in always, all the time that leaders should be thinking about is there's a section, the final of the three sections here is what I refer to as people and team recognition. Very key. 
and your boss will love to have hip pocket information yes. that they are meandering about their day and they are getting questions from their boss and they are talking to their peers across the organization when they have an opportunity because bosses are people they want to they want to talk about what's going well in their organization yes. and when they can pull something out uh, that you've provided and say, let me tell you what's going on with this metric. Let me tell you about uh, Susie who did this phenomenal thing and had this impact in the organization. They want to brag on you. They want to, to do that. And also if they get questioned by their boss about something that's not going well, and you have this mechanism to share what's going on, they can provide maybe a little quick snippet and an update as to progress on something. So don't underestimate the value this tool and prop will have with your boss as they kind of look forward and say, how do I leverage this information with people that I communicate with as a boss? So yeah. to this people and team, every boss loves to hear about great things going on with people in their organization. So this is a, a mechanism and a section that you can, you can highlight team accomplishments, highlight individual accomplishments on the team. And it simply has a place to put a person's name. It has a place to put the person's team they're assigned to, or the team that you're recognizing. And then the, the magic here is the part to the right that you will see on the example is what is the specific result or behavior that you're recognizing? So what did Susie do? What did Bobby do? What did the engineering team do that was of an excellent result or a phenomenal behavior? And you want to brag on your people and recognize what they do. That's why people come to work. They want to be part of a winning team and they've got to be able as a, you've got to be able as a leader to be able to recognize those accomplishments and share that broadly. I would say, make sure you're being specific on how you do that on this process, on this tool with your boss. People love to get bragged on. And what do you think is going to happen with you as a leader when you start providing your boss with this weekly update? They're going to brag on you. Right. And yeah. in a very competitive world today where uh, the economy's doing well as we record this and uh, people have options, it, it, is, it is so valuable to stand out, to stand out in a crowd of a, a very crowded room of leaders who will not do what I am suggesting you do with this weekly communication. Yeah. They just won't, they just won't a think of it, B put enough energy into it to actually say, okay, I don't know how to do it. Well, he, yeah. this is the, what we're talking about. And the example we'll share is the way to go do it a way. It's not the only way, but it's a way absent of some other process and you just want to get started. If nothing else, take the action, do something this coming week, this next week to start this process. You don't have to, to think about how you're going to do it. We are giving you, I'm giving you the template to do it. All I ask is that you be intentional, you take action, and you begin this process of connecting the dots, managing up, managing and training your boss 
to expect this type of information from you and the value and benefit will be very apparent very quickly when you start doing this. And that's the interview I wanted to share with you today, at least my side of it on this notion of managing up. Hope you enjoyed the format. We'll get back to a more typical format here going forward. I'll have some interviews and I'll have some solo shows, but just look at staying connected with you and sharing with you all of the knowledge, leadership and experience that I possibly can. And until next time, be intentional and lead well.